And what we're seeing on that tile is the evidence of the ability of an ordinary person to write perfectly good Latin and doing so almost unconsciously as the tile is coming off the production line. So it's been done when the tile was still wet? While the tile is being made. So it is being written by a literate person in the tile works. This particular piece of writing says Armea me docuit. Have you any tell us what um, that means? Armea, we think, is a name. Armea wrote me. Of course, it's one thing just to write your name in a piece of tile and leave that to posterity. Someone over here has been a, a little bit more straightforward. He's just slapped his hand in the wet tile, leaving a very clear palm print of a Roman whose name we shall never know. Every bit of tile has been kept for what it might have on it. Feet mark, a lot of human feet mark, some enormous feet, and some children's feet. Mice, deer, and of course dogs, as they will do today, and cats, lots of cats, uh, will leave their prints. I think that's almost one of the most extraordinary ways that you can find out about nature community. Perhaps the last thing you'd expect is that drying out tiles would provide the evidence for women, children, big men, small men, all sorts of animals, building up a wonderful picture of a thriving mining community here in the heart of this forest. This is Iron Age Britain. Sisbury Rings, an Iron Age hill fort in Sussex. This is one of the places that the tribes of southern Britain organised themselves into. They took massive hilltops, dug enormous ditches round the edge to make fortified encampments. And here, the peoples gathered from time to time. We're not exactly sure what for. for farming, perhaps, maybe for defence. This was a society made up of a very small number of rich and powerful people and a very large number of very ordinary farmers. What they had extra was taken off them by the kings and the aristocrats, these warrior chieftains, these warrior aristocrats, who spent the extra on buying luxuries from the Roman Empire. There were constant feudings between the different tribal groups. Tincomius fled to Rome, for example. Certainly we know that Verica fled to Rome to seek help from the emperor because of the Cacciavalloni to the north. What sort of contacts did these tribal people have with the Roman Empire? Their main contacts were certainly through trade, and that was quite extensive. There was material coming in from quite an early period along the south coast, and one automatically thinks of sites such as Hengisbury Head and places like Selsey and other areas along this coast. What did they ship in? A whole range of materials, certainly a lot of wine coming in in Amphrey, and that is one thing that, fortunately, is easy to recognise. 